Hello, everyone. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. We are so glad to be with you once again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don, my lovely Hello. wife. And we are so glad to be able to bring you the holy written word of God, the word that brings faith into our lives. Mm -hmm. And today we believe your faith is going to be raised to a new level today. And uh, before we get into the word of God, hopefully you've got your Bibles with you. Uh, we want to tell you about some exciting things taking place. First of all, we're going to have guest ministry as we kick some things off in the Lapine area here in Oregon. Brother Sam Swaig is going to be with us on Friday, August 20th. As you can see there on the screen at 7 p.m., we're going to have a healing and miracle service. If you know someone in that area, we invite you to make a phone call and please reach out to people if you know in that area that need a healing, that need a miracle from God, because this brother's got a bona fide healing ministry. Such a great blessing. Yes, known does. him for many years now, mm -hmm. and uh, we're delighted to have him in the Lapine area. We're going to be right. kicking off a church there and uh, in <laughs> September 10th, actually, on Friday. We'll let you know about more about that in the days ahead. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, August 20th is soon approaching. Then on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the Tualatin area at Abundant Life Family Church, we're going to have with us Brother Sam, and he's going to be ministering mm -hmm. there also. So if you know someone who's sick, mm -hmm. in need of a miracle, please bring them. August and, 22nd. Uh, and that's on August 22nd at 10 a.m., mm -hmm. yes, in Tualatin. Mm -hmm. So, praise the Lord. We're, we're glad to have you with us today. Amen. I want you to open up your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 1 as you go there. Uh, let's have a word of prayer mm -hmm. and ask the Holy Spirit to open up our eyes once again today. Father God, we do thank you for all of your blessings. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Lord, that you're the one who by the Holy Spirit enlightens our darkness. That's and right. Lord, today we thank you for the spirit of truth the Holy Spirit, revealing your precious written word to us today to help us as we fight the good fight of faith in these mm -hmm. days in which we live. And we thank you, Lord God, for answering questions supernaturally and helping to lead and guide us to what needs to be said and shared this day and every need be met. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Now in Ephesians chapter 1, we have been studying on the subject of God's wisdom, being led by the Spirit. They go together. And we've looked at several different things these last weeks if you've been with us. And uh, you can look at our YouTube channel or go to our website, www.alfc.net, and you can get caught up. But very important things, very timely things, we believe by the Spirit of God to be sharing with you because in these last days, we definitely need the wisdom of God to navigate in this life, in this world we're living in. God wants to help us in every area. And he helps us by informing us, enlightening us with understanding and knowledge about what he wants us to do. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very painful thing to miss God as a Christian. And uh, we've all missed it many times through our journey, walking with him. And I say through our journey, through the last some 40 years, uh, we, we, and if you walk with God for any length of time, uh, we all can look back with hindsight, 2020, say we would have done things a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. But we can't change the past. But what we can do is change our future. That's right. And we can change it by saying, you know what, with the help of the Lord, I'm not going to miss God <laughs> like I did in the past, right? That's right. We can learn from our mistakes. Mm -hmm. But when we know how God does things, it helps us immensely. Mm -hmm. His word is wisdom. 
anytime we appropriate the word of God, we've covered this in quite a bit of depth. Uh, the word of God is the wisdom of God. It's the way that we should operate. When we read the New Testament as born again Christians, we find out the plan and the purposes of God for our life. Mm -hmm. We're to go into all the world, preach the gospel, be a light in a dark place in this world. That's well, right. there's a lot of uh, general things that he tells us we're supposed to do as Christians, how we're to uh, behave and how we're supposed to serve others. But when it gets down to the specifics, God wants to share those things with us that are his will for our individual lives. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have to stumble through the darkness. And that's good news. That's we can right. learn from the word of God how to follow the spirit of God. And so we need him actively involved every day in our lives. Let's go ahead and let's look again here at Ephesians chapter one. We left off there and I, I, I told you and in sharing this, or we did in Ecclesiastes 10 verses eight through 10, I just remind you here before we start reading in Ephesians once again, is that uh, it tells us that wisdom is profitable to direct. And there's a natural side of wisdom, a practical side of it, and we have the spiritual side of it. The spiritual side is what God would tell us to do in the natural word, world we live in to do things in a way that leads to the success of the kingdom of mm -hmm. God, but the success of our own individual lives. That's right. Because God wants us to succeed in whatever we do. Mm -hmm. uh, God doesn't bring us into his kingdom as his children, as the king of all kings. Jesus is the king of kings and Lord of lords. Mm -hmm. And the heavenly father is the great and mighty God above all gods. Amen. He doesn't bring us into his family mm -hmm. to make us a failure. That's right. All right. Mm -hmm. We're failures outside of Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, we in and of ourselves, uh, we, we can't go around uh, ascribing our own righteousness and good works and good deeds outside of the blood of Jesus and think we're okay with God because all of that is worthless in the sight of God. That's right. We have to trust right. in Jesus Christ and his righteousness. Amen. Okay, so wisdom, his wisdom is profitable to the rest. That's in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. But let's read here uh, a little bit further. And I tell you, uh, we'll start in verse 15 again and read and pick up here where we left off last time. In verse 15, Ephesians 1, Paul's writing to the church at Ephesus. And he said here, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Mm -hmm. So again, here Paul is telling the church that uh, he's praying for them. And this is an ongoing intercession type of prayer that he's praying. And what is he praying? He's bringing up them up by name. Now, this doesn't mean you have to pray for an hour to make things count. It means that as you're fellowshipping with the Lord, you're bringing people to mind, yourself, yes. the, the loved ones around you, and different ones you may know that uh, the Lord puts on your heart to help them with spiritual help. Yes. Because true help is spiritual, all right? And right. these are some of the most productive prayers that we can ever pray over ourselves or other over other people around us, our unsaved loved ones, or maybe they are saved, uh, co-workers, neighbors, whoever it may be, because the Holy Spirit is what enlightens our darkness. That's right. It's the one that brings us light about the revelation of Jesus Christ and God's plan for our life, okay? Mm -hmm. So we'll look at this further as we go on here, but he prayed for them uh, relentlessly, ongoingly. Mm -hmm. Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, 
may give unto you. That means that they they don't have something yet that they need, all right? That he may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the knowledge of the Lord Jesus, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe yes. according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, mm -hmm. which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Amen. All right, there's so much that's packed into these verses of Scripture. We've looked at a few things here. We're endeavoring to hit the high spots High spots here. Now, look at this. He says that there's further enlightenment, there's further understanding that you need to have by the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Right. Now, what? how is that given to us? Well, it's given because we ask. Mm -hmm. It's given because as a Christian, God wants his children to know the fullness of what Jesus did at Calvary concerning the great plan of redemption and the fullness of the things that he purchased for us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when we're reading this, we see progressively that he says there that there is an inheritance in us, his children. Yes. So God wants us to know these things. Mm -hmm. So just because we've been born again, come into the kingdom of God, become a child of God, that doesn't mean that it's on automatic and that we're going to automatically know these things. Mm -hmm. For that matter, we yeah. could be saved for many, many years and still be in a dark place as far as understanding is. Mm -hmm. So we need the help of the Holy Spirit, the help of the Holy Ghost to help us to enlighten our darkness, to uncover things, to reveal things to us so that we can know these things because they're not naturally known. They're not right. naturally understood they're spiritually discerned and understood. As we read there from that passage there in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we read a few few weeks ago, mm -hmm. the natural man doesn't receive the things of the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. they're, they're foolishness unto him, as the scripture says, but they're spiritually discerned and that discernment comes by and through the Holy Ghost. Okay, that's right. And that's what I'm so thankful for, that even though we need that discernment, we need that revelation, mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost is the one that does the performing. That's right. And I think that's it's it's always important to realize that and to remember that that the Holy Ghost, He's the revealer. Jesus is the one that opens up the understanding for us. You see that in Luke twenty four forty five. Yes. Then he, then he opened up their understanding so they could understand the scriptures. Talking right. about the disciples, talking about people that are reading the Word of God, and we've mentioned this also before that. This is a wonderful, these are wonderful scriptures to pray, not only for yourself, but others, mm -hmm. family members, uh, your church family, uh, your loved ones, your friends, your co-workers, but also to pray it over yourself when you when you open up the word of God yes. and say, you know, I, there's understanding I need to receive today. There's revelation I need, mm -hmm. need to receive. And it's not something that we have to labor for. It's something that we read. We do our part, but God does his part by revealing it to us. Amen. So thankful for that. Amen. So praise the Lord for that. Amen. And you know that when God reveals things to us, it's because of his great love yes. that he has 
that for us that he wants to help us. Yes, amen. And you have to realize that God knows everything. Now, we know that, and most all of you would agree with that statement there. But God needs to be a part of our everyday lives, and he needs to help us mm-hmm. to be able to to see things the way he sees That's them. Right. Yeah. And so as we're journeying through life, we need this each and every day, right? That's right. So we encourage you, when you pray for wisdom, and, and we haven't looked at this much yet, James chapter 1, and we'll go there perhaps a little bit later today, mm-hmm. perhaps not, maybe in a later session. But God wants to give wisdom. Yes. He wants to give wisdom. His word is packed full of wisdom. So when we ask God, which is a productive prayer to pray over us every day when we wake up, Lord, give me wisdom for today. It's scriptural. The Father wants us to have that. But then read the word of God. The word of God, so many times people praying for wisdom. And if we would read the word of God, God would spell out that direction and that wisdom that we need to have for that day or that situation we're facing today or or whatever is happening in our life, to know how to deal with it. He will help us by the Holy Spirit to gain revelation because he can take one verse of Scripture and speak to us about something by his Spirit because the Word of God is anointed. And that anointed Word has the flow of the Holy Spirit in it. So it's packed with so much information that at any given point, he can show forth a ray of light that is apropos for our given situation in our lives. And praise God. So we're not left in the dark. And if we pray this relentlessly every day, every day, we're going to get more and more fine-tuned to be able to see more and more about what God's wisdom is for the way we need to walk each and every day. Amen. And the Lord, He expects us to ask into, you see it throughout the scriptures where the Lord says to ask. Yes. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. And even though your heavenly father knows that you have need of these things, he wants you to ask. That's right. And you said, well, how do I pray? How do I do this? Well, the Lord gives us beautiful uh, illustrations and examples on how to pray. And this is one right here in Ephesians 1. I just pray the scripture. I just pray. I cease not to give thanks for you. And I put my name in there. Or I put I put your name, honey. Or I put our, our kids' names in there. Or whoever's mm-hmm. names in there. And I pray the, the scriptures. Right. It makes a beautiful prayer to pray the word of God back, mm-hmm. put him in remembrance of his word and to also, uh, you know, he magnifieth his word above his name. That's right. So he honors his word when we honor his word. That's right. And when we put a demand upon the anointing of his word to know that he's going to perform his word for us. That's right. And that's why he loves his children to ask. Don't you love it when your children ask you for things and you're like, well, they're my kids they are in relationship with me. They're part of my inheritance, but they, but you don't, don't parents take joy when their kids ask them for help? Because that's what you are as a parent. You're, you're a good parent. You want to help your children. That's right. How much more will your heavenly father give good things to them and ask him? Yep. That's exactly right. We see that in the scriptures and that's, that's what a beautiful thing to look at and to just, you know, put ourselves in remembrance of that the father takes pleasure in his children asking him. Yes. And he doesn't want us to ask and not receive. That's right. So, but there's so many scriptures, especially if you read the book of Proverbs, it's filled with practical wisdom for everyday living. Mm -hmm. And that's the reality of our Christian experience. We live in a natural world. We need practical advice every day. The word of God is full of sound counsel and advice. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So when we read it, we just begin to apply it. And because we have a tendency to forget things, Mm -hmm. not because we're forgetful people, but there's so much. The Holy Spirit, when we put the word of God in us, that he has a lot, he, he, he has a basis for bringing all things to our remembrance that Jesus said. And we know that Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father God, by the Holy Ghost, speaks to us and will speak to us through the written word of God, mm-hmm. Old Testament and New Testament. Right. So the book of Proverbs is a great uh, book to read, reread, and ponder those things and meditate. A couple of scriptures mm-hmm. that, that uh, stick out. I just want to read these. You don't have to turn there. Proverbs 14.8 says, The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Mm-hmm. Okay, The wisdom of the prudent. The prudent has to do with knowing what to do about future things, okay? And how to avoid evil and how to do the right thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Proverbs sixteen sixteen says, How much better is it to get wisdom than gold and to get understanding rather than be chosen than rather than to be chosen than silver? Good understanding. Getting understanding yes. is to be chosen rather than silver. Mm-hmm. So silver and gold are, are precious m- Minerals and valued, yes, highly valued in mm-hmm. this world. Well, God's word is is more valuable, and so the wisdom that we get from God's word is better than gold. Now, God's spirit will speak to us individually mm-hmm. when we're in a situation when we don't have a particular scripture to know how to handle something. He will get involved and He'll help us in there. Mm-hmm. Praise God! But Amen. we need to start with the basis of the Word of God because mm-hmm. that's the place where we draw wisdom. And strength. Amen. It's already a given. All right. Proverbs 9. Just to give you one more uh, scripture from Proverbs. Proverbs 9 verses 9 through 11. It says, give understand, give instruction to a wise man and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. For by me, thy days shall be multiplied and the years of thy life shall be increased. So again, we have the importance of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And you give instruction to a wise man, and he'll be yet wiser, right? That's right. So, I mean, we individually already know everything we know. So we can't know anything further except that we learn it from somebody else, through somebody else, mm-hmm. or by the Spirit of God directly. Right. But many times God will use other people to speak to us indirect. I mean, they may be speaking directly to us, but yet we can hear the spirit of God and what they're saying to us because they're talking about things that appertain to the wisdom of God. Okay. So it doesn't matter how old they are, how young they are. God can speak to us through situations. And so we never want to turn a deaf ear or a blind eye uh, to uh, listening to other people. Uh, there is wisdom in a multitude of counsel, mm-hmm. and that wisdom will never usurp uh, its wisdom above the written word of God, okay? Mm-hmm. But right. he'll give us practical insight. So you give w- instruction to a wise man, he's going to be wiser yet, okay? Mm-hmm. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. Now, the fear of the Lord, and, and we covered this a few weeks ago in uh, Psalm 12. Uh, we looked at how that you know riches and honor Riches and wealth will be in his house. Why? Because the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, the book of Proverbs says. So when we respect what God said was truth 
is truth will always be true, yes. then we're in a good position to receive further instruction. Amen. And, and we've said this before, but it bears repetition mm -hmm. that when we take and esteem lightly the things that God has written in his word, say, you know, I want to hear something else, then it puts us at a disadvantage to hear any more from God about certain things in that area because it's a prideful position we would take to say, well, you know, I already know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when we get, see, see, as the scripture said there, give instruction to a wise man, he's going to be wiser. Why? Because a wise man knows that he doesn't know everything. A wise man knows that there's a lot of stuff that he can learn. You know, it's, it's like Mark Twain said, he said, every man's ignorant only on different subjects. So it just depends upon what we're talking about as far as what we know about something, right? Mm -hmm. So every man has places to get stronger and learn more in. And we never want to get into a prideful position when it comes no. to the things of God. And honey, too, Romans ten seventeen says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Mm -hmm. And uh, many people already are familiar with that scripture. But, we know, but that's inexhaustible. Because it, it doesn't say that faith cometh from being, you know, from having heard. It's 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 a continual thing. It's, it comes from hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's if right. you notice this, I've noticed this throughout my um, life as a Christian that there's times where I might have read something a dozen times, maybe a hundred times, and all of a sudden the light bulb comes on as right. I'm reading it. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, I never saw that before. Or I read a passage, I read a phrase, I read a scripture. And the Lord, he's the one that opens up our understanding. But I had to apply it to myself. I had to apply the word in that I read it. And I, I pondered re it. it. I reread it. Or mm -hmm. I meditated on it. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord, he's the one that just expands it. He reveals it. He reveals the truths that have been hidden from us. And that's why they haven't been hidden. They've been revealed to us. But we have to dig. It's like you have to dig for treasure. You have mm -hmm. to look for treasure. You have to go, you know, people that pan for gold. They have to go and they have to search for it. They have to look for it mm -hmm. so they can find it. That's right. And and there's a there's um the Lord takes pleasure in that when we're searching the scriptures, you know we are we are digging into the scriptures to see what truths He has for us today. That's right. And not to take it lightly, but to esteem it greatly. And that's why I'm so thankful for that scripture. This, and it it it's really cause for us to be uh, encouraged that. Okay, if I'm reading the Word of God, I'm just going to stay with it, and God's going to reveal truths to me. And we have to just give the Word time to work in our That's lives right. too, because then it has a ripple effect. You know, if you need healing for your body, if you need deliverance, you need um, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you press in and find those scriptures that you're believing God for, but stay with them. That's right. Because then all of a sudden the, the revelation will come in yes. God's timing, for, but it's always when we need it. He's never late. Seldom early, but he's always on time Amen. for the answers that we need from heaven. That's we exactly right. We just have to right. stay with it. Yep, and being faithful to do it's that. It's a faith is, life, really. A faith walk. The faith walk, the faith life is a life of faithfulness. Mm -hmm. God is faithful. That's right. And that's why, again... And honors faithfulness. He does. And again, there in Ephesians 1, when he's talking about, I cease not to pray, Paul was relentless in his approach to praying that that church at Ephesus would see more and more that what God had already wrought for them through the Lord Jesus Christ in That's his right. death, burial, resurrection, ascension, and seating at the right hand of the Father. Mm -hmm. So these 
things that he's praying for them, that they'd have wisdom, that they would have insight into what Jesus purchased for them and the great riches that are in glory that's in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now, the Bible says earlier on in that first chapter how that we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. Mm -hmm. So this is a positional place we have in Christ by the blood of Jesus, by faith in him that causes us to be able to have this inheritance. Mm -hmm. Okay? The world has this inheritance laid up for them, but they'll never obtain it until they accept Jesus and receive him as their personal savior. Because that's how you personalize it. That's how you get it working in your life. Now, one other thing here that I want to point out here is that this inheritance, the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe, this is all part of this inheritance. And it's in Christ what he did when he was raised from the dead and that position of authority that he was gaining for us is now eternally set for us as believers, as children of God. And because of that, the devil's been totally defeated. Now you may be defeated out there in some area of your life today. Jesus has already bought and paid for your victory, Mm -hmm. whether it's healing, whether it's prosperity and your night needs being met, whether it's being led of the spirit, the wisdom of God that you need, all of these things have been legally purchased for us, mm-hmm. but to appropriate them, to appropriate what some would say is the positional truth that we have in Christ, we have to do it by the hand of faith. That's right. But we have to know that it's available to us, but we have to seek after it. Mm-hmm. Some of these things, it's not just a pray. You don't pray it just one time in your life. That's you right. pray it ongoingly. And that's the example that Paul was giving here that You know, I'm praying that you're going to get more and more light concerning your authority that you have in Christ, that the devil has been thoroughly defeated. He's a defeated foe far beneath your feet, because even if you are the feet, the bottom of the feet in the body of Christ, you feel that way, that you're far above the devil and his power, because the devil is a legally defeated foe in your life. You're still above him. And you're still above him. Even if you feel like you're the bottom of the foot, the sole of the foot. Still underneath your feet. Amen. That's a good place for him to be. So that's great encouragement to all of us today. Mm -hmm. But we need to know about that. And then as we know about that, then we can exercise our authority in Jesus' name. When the devil starts trying to mess with you, your your marriage, Mm -hmm. your family, your Mm -hmm. kids, uh, different things that are close to you, you have a sphere of authority that Paul was saying to the church at Ephesus, that you need to have revelation on. You need to see that Jesus has given you the keys to the kingdom. Amen. Even as he said when he was here on earth, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth mm-hmm. is loosed in heaven. Mm-hmm. I give you the keys to the kingdom. That's the keys, the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Amen. That's right. You might be out there today saying, I'm totally unfamiliar with that. I've gone to church all my life and I've still never heard anything like that. Maybe you have. Maybe you've just been in a place of not appropriating these things. We want to pray for you today. Mm -hmm. We want to pray for you. But before we do that, I invite any person that's listening today, if you don't know the Lord Jesus as your personal savior, Mm -hmm. perhaps this doesn't even make a whole lot of sense because you've never heard it, or perhaps you've never accepted Jesus as your personal savior. Mm -hmm. That's where really the light comes on that we need a savior, that we're all sinners. We've fallen short of the glory of God because the wages of sin is death. Mm -hmm. We've broken God's holy commandments. Mm -hmm. We need a savior. Jesus was the supreme substitute 
that was sent once and for all for all of mankind. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there and you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you've never trusted in him to forgive you, to cleanse you by his precious blood, we invite you to do that today. It's a heartfelt con condition and decision that you make out of your heart. We can't do it for you. Your mom can't do it for you. Water baptism in and of itself doesn't save you, okay? Right. It's faith in the Son of the living God, mm -hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. So why don't you bow your head out there? Maybe you're not sure of your salvation. The Lord wants you to have a no-so experience, and it starts by knowing Jesus and doing it God's way. Mm -hmm. The Bible says in Romans 10 and verses 9 and 10, that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. That's right. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, mm -hmm. and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Mm -hmm. The book of God, John's gospel tells us that as many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. That's right. As many Lord. as believed on his name. So if you believe today, you receive Jesus, okay? Mm -hmm. And that is the way to everlasting eternal life and going Amen. to heaven when you Amen. die. Okay? Bow your head with me and repeat this after me. Okay? Say Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you. I come to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. And today, and today I humble myself. I humble myself to receive to receive the gift of eternal life. The gift of eternal life. I believe I believe that Jesus Christ that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Is the son of God. That he spilled his blood. That he spilled his blood 2000 years ago. 2000 years ago for my for my salvation salvation so today so today i by faith i by faith ask him into my heart ask him into my heart to cleanse me to cleanse me to make me new to make me new to be born again to be born again i believe i believe that he was raised from the dead that he was raised from the dead on the third day on the third day and because of his work and because of his work i can freely receive i can freely receive the gift of eternal life the gift of eternal life i know i've been a sinner i know i've been a sinner but i desire to be a saint but I desire to be a saint. And so, Lord Jesus. And so, Lord Jesus. As I invite you in today. As I invite you in today. To wash me. To wash me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. I believe. I believe. That I receive you. That I receive you. By asking you. By asking you. To come into my heart. To come into my heart. And I do so today. And I do so today. In Jesus' name I in pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And honey, I'd like to pray for healing too. Hallelujah. But if you have received the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord Thank and you, Savior Father. today, once you go ahead and contact us, you see our website there. You can contact contact us by email as well or call us. And we have some materials that we would love to get into your That's hands right. to help you on your start uh, of daily Christian living, That's faith right. living with the Lord Jesus Christ. And we'll give them to you for free. You just have to contact us, okay? Amen. But, and we want to help you get into a local church yes. family. So important yes, to, to, to do established. that. Amen. Yeah. So you can plant and you can grow. Amen. Hallelujah. And let's go ahead and pray for healing today. If any of, if anybody needs healing in their bodies, and I specifically, if you're having, uh, maybe you go to sleep at night, you have some loss of feeling in your arms, maybe some pinched nerves or your, your hands go to sleep. Your arms go to sleep. I was seeing that as we started the, the message today. The Lord wants to touch and heal you. Yes, he does. And he wants to give you good circulation in your body. But yes. we have to, as we call upon the name of the Lord to be saved, 
we call upon the name of the Lord to be healed too. That's right. And receive his healing power working in us too. Yes. So let us come into agreement with you based on the word of God, what Jesus has already provided, but we come into agreement with it. Yes. And when we come into agreement with the word, then the word can work for That's us. That's right. Because we're one in agreement. We're, we're together. Amen. So Father God, as we pray yes. today in the name of Jesus, Father God, we pray for any person's experiencing any type of sickness in their body, not only what we mentioned, but um, anything else. Father, we thank you for your healing power thank working you, Father, tremendously right and performing a healing cure in them right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that we put a we put a demand upon your word. In other words, we take hold of it for ourselves. And mm -hmm. we see that Jesus, by his stripes, he suffered, he died, he purchased our healing for us That's by right. those stripes. And so we can say by his stripes, we were healed. And if we were healed, yes, that means God. we are healed because it's a Thank past you, thing that's done for us presently. Yes. And Father, if any person's experiencing lack of circulation in their arms, we thank you, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus for good circulation, no pinched nerves anywhere in their body, yes, including their arms. Well. And we thank you, Lord, by your stripes, in we were healed. That means we are healed in Jesus' name. And we I, thank you, Lord. And you say, well, what happens if I don't receive instantly? Well, then guess what? From the point that we agreed, you will get better. Because the Bible says that we that they shall lay hands on the sick. We take hold pray. of the word of God or pray, right? The That's prayer right. of faith shall save the sick. We can begin to recover from that point on. Amen. And, and just like we said, faith cometh by hearing. Keep the switch of faith turned on. Keep thanking the Lord for your healing. Don't That's let right. it stop coming from your mouth and you'll see the fullness of your healing. Amen. And let us name. know if yes. that was particularly for you. Amen. Amen. God doesn't do that. Tell us things and not uh, know that there's somebody out there that's going through that. That's God right. wants you well, totally right. well. Praise God. Well, we are so glad you were with us today. Once again, as we close out today, we want to remind you of our special miracle and healing services coming up with Amen. Brother Sam Swag on August 20th, Friday apart. night at 7 p.m. in the Lapine area. And then also too in Tualatin on August 22nd, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Bring the sick. Come yourself if you need a miracle from God. Uh, dear brother's got a wonderful healing ministry. You can contact us if you need more information. That You can see the uh, times and places on the screen there. Uh, but let us know how God has touched you and blessed you uh, with these broadcasts. Uh, we believe that the best is yet to come. That's Jesus right. is coming soon. And as we close out today, we want to remind you, your personal testimony, what you have through Christ Jesus and what he's done for you is so valuable, not only to yourself, mm -hmm. but to others around you. We encourage you to share it with others. Get the gospel out because the Father is waiting for the precious fruit of the harvest, Amen. the precious yes, fruit of the earth. And Jesus is coming soon. So until next time, Keep your eyes on him and do the work of the ministry and let God love people through you mm -hmm. in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.